Christina Castedio and I are new friends. I knew we were going to be friends and we would collaborate more the first time I ever spoke with her. You can go back to episode 39 to hear her personal story. Thanks, Allison, for connecting us. Christina and I have begun some discussions that can sometimes be awkward or uncomfortable for one or both of us. We're doing that for you. As a white woman in the South, I can only have that perspective from personal experience. Christina's perspective is from her personal experience as a black woman. And of course, each of you have your own personal experience. Because of that, we all have some questions or statements that may feel strange to say out loud. Am I going to be offensive? Am I going to sound ignorant? Am I perpetuating a stereotype? Should I only listen? Or am I even allowed to ask questions or even share my own thoughts? We want to help you break those barriers so you can ask each other the hard questions and say the hard things so that you and your friends can feel more at ease talking with each other. Our vision is for friends from different perspectives, whether that be different races, cultures, or beliefs, to listen to our conversations and be ushered into conversations of your own. True change and understanding will not come until it takes place at a personal level, the heart level. You will not fully know another until you know your own heart. And of course, know the heart of God. I talked today in a post about people's pain also. And I have a friend who the other night posted, um, she was really upset. And you could tell that she, you know, you can sometimes tell when somebody's typing emotionally. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But she just, she didn't understand what, why people are rioting and looting and, and everybody has been, she, and she said, I have pain too. And basically doesn't my pain matter? And she, she had been through all kinds of abuse. She lost a child. She, there are all kinds of trauma that she's had in her life and she has pain. And so it upset her to see these people. Okay. So what they're in pain why are they acting like this? I'm in pain. You know, why are they getting all the attention essentially is what she said. And she said some other things, you know, about all of this that I did not agree with, but what I had to do is focus on the heart of it. Mm -hmm. And she was in pain. She is in pain. So being able to look past that and understand that sometimes we act out of pain and 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 we we show our pain we all deal with and show our pain differently and we have grief Mm -hmm. and there are five stages of grief i think a lot of us um, have learned that but anger is one of them Mm -hmm. and so when people get angry they very often do things out of anger that they it's like they can't help it you know, you just, that, that is one of the strongest emotions that completely take over. And I think of when people go through something, maybe somebody cheated on them or somebody hurt them in some way, you know, there's some kind of betrayal. What do so many people do in that situation? I think of men mostly something happens and they go to a wall and punch it. Mm-hmm. Now, what sense does that make? They've damaged maybe their own property. They've hurt their own fist, Mm -hmm. their own hand. 
But what they're acting out is grief and it's coming through as anger. And I'm sure they don't sit thinking right now I'm going to go punch a wall and it's going to make a hole and it's probably going to hurt They you don't go through all of the, that train of thought. You just react. Mm-hmm. And I think that is what's happening with these riots and the looting. Now the looting, there, there are some other thoughts I have on that, but I, that's a whole different conversation, <laughs> but I think people have different reasons for the riots. Um, but I think ultimately it's pain and people and grief and people acting that out. And it's not, it's not okay. I'm certainly not condoning writing and destruction of property, but you've got to understand that there's pain there. There's mm-hmm. hundreds of years of pain passed down and we just, everybody has pain. If you ever have had pain over anything in your life, then you have room for empathy. You know what it feels like and think, this is what I feel like when I'm in pain. I wonder if they feel the same. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't know if what you would do when you've had, you know, the, the heavy weight of that kind of pain of a whole people put on you for your whole life. You, mm-hmm. You're born with that oppression and there are various degrees of oppression. I can say that in my life, I've had a lot of privileges or opportunities. You know, two-parent home, both had college degrees, middle class, private schools. I had some some advantages mm-hmm. over even, you know, other white people. But I was still born with brown skin, which mm-hmm. kind of bumps me down a notch because I still have to fight a little bit harder. We were kind of always taught that you have to be better than because you're just going to be seen as at least equal, at least the same. So you got to do better. You got to do more to at least be seen as equal. And unfortunately I've I've seen that even Mm -hmm. the different advantages that I've had. um, I still have brown skin. Yeah. When I see, um, the rioters and I agree with you that looting is a whole different thing mm-hmm. like that some of that is just people taking advantage of the situation yes and they're um, white there too exactly but anyway wow. um wow. when I see the rioters or even not rioters but protesters who are so angry mm-hmm. it makes me think about as a teacher and as a mother when you see a child act out in an uncharacteristic way Yes. The first thing you do is stop them and calm them down. Mm -hmm. And you don't just say, if you're a good teacher or a good parent, you don't just say, stop it. You say, what is wrong? Mm -hmm. What has got you so upset? Why are you acting like this? Mm -hmm. You don't just address the action because you know that there's something deeper going on. And then once you know what it is, you don't just say, okay, well, don't do that anymore. You fix it. Right. And I think that is, that's just an instinct that we have because that is how we're going to get the attention we need to get the help we need to mm-hmm. fix the thing right. that has us so upset. Right. And I just, uh, my, my reaction like changes as I'm watching these videos and stuff. My first one is y'all have got to stop. And then 
Like I, f- I can feel myself being a mom to them or a teacher to them. Like you've got to stop, but Oh, you must be so upset mm-hmm. if that's how you're behaving right now. Mm-hmm. What do we do to fix this? And I think, I think part of the reason that I held back from reacting on social media to any of it is because I wanted to fully process what I was seeing other mm. people feel mm. before I processed my own feelings about it. Mm-hmm. And I think that there are definitely people out there who just want their 15 minutes of fame or like, Oh, this is what everybody else is doing. Let me go be part of this and see if I can post a really fun rant that'll go viral on Instagram. But I think I am, I think what is breaking my heart the most is not damage to cities or none of that stuff is breaking my heart as much as there are that many people in this country that have been feeling like this all along. Yeah. They're hurting. This is not what Jesus wants in, in our country in the world and his people this is not what he wants and i think that that song break my heart for what breaks yours mm-hmm. just keeps yes. going through my head like don't let me see this and and move on oh, yes. you know this this has got can you just imagine being god and looking down at all of your people mm-hmm. and seeing the hurt and the fighting and the Right. Misunderstanding. Yeah. Like it, it's got to be breaking his heart. And, and for that, it should break our hearts. Absolutely. And he doesn't have favorites. God doesn't know. And I saw a really good picture image where, and it's in the Bible. There are a hundred sheep. One got lost. Yeah. And he, he left the 99 to go get the one. Mm-hmm. Does that mean he didn't care about the 99? Absolutely not. No, and if people, the biggest issue I have right now, what breaks my heart the most is the church. Mm -hmm. And really the church, which is people, not the buildings. The church is what we really lead the way in this, you know, and helping to heal the world but it's people who call themselves Christ followers that I've seen be the most ugly Mm -hmm. and red, yellow, black, or white. That's embarrassing to me as a Mm -hmm. Christ follower. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And just not making everything political and it's not. (laughs) Satan, that is Satan's tool to distract us and divide us. Come on. Really? People who say you love Jesus, you're making it political? No, this is a heart issue. This is a sin issue. And let's call it what it is. (laughs) When I was in my early 20s, we used to say, Satan is a rotten apple. (laughs) (laughs) That's just, understand that he came here to kill and to destroy, to devour. See, that's what he does. That's what he does. So why are we falling for it? (laughs) No. Like Christina said, why are we falling for it? As a society, 
as a culture, as a church, we are in a very vulnerable state right now. All of the unrest, the effects of COVID and social distancing, there are just so many things happening right now that have pulled back the curtain on our weaknesses. And Satan cannot wait to get his hands on your weakness. Now is the time to come together, to work together, to listen to each other, to learn from each other, and to put those things into action to change the world. I hope you heard something today that sparked something in you to start a conversation. And Christina and I would both love to hear about any conversations that you're having right now. You can find each of us on social media, Christina Custodio and The Known Podcast. All of that information is in show notes, and we will talk to you tomorrow.